Welcome to episode 153 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. In every single week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to take all of the various issues that life throws our way and we put them in a concert with both Counting Crows and Dashboard Confessional fans and we make them fight to the death and the, our issues don't know what to do. They're like, do I identify with this older band, that guy, that, that Mr. Jones and me? Or do I <laughs> do I scream about the infidelities that we all have to deal with all the time? So our, our, you know, our, our, our issues have to deal with all that drama and while we get something done, most recently we've been working on a supernatural action horror comedy comic called Deathless. We're on issue number two. Steven, you sent me you sent me some colors. We've been working on coloring this book. We're getting really close to finishing it. You sent me some uh, some shades in like the with the lighting effects and stuff. And holy crap, this is like, this book is so good. I, I love I love like low lighting because like you can really like throw some like dark shading in there to really bring like the atmosphere onto those pages. I yeah. knew those pages were gonna have that atmosphere oh, yeah. from the get go. That's why there wasn't a lot of uh, background detail. Yeah. Yeah, those torch pages look awesome. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, for those of you who haven't read our first book, first of all, uh, there's time. You can do it. We have a whole website and everything. Uh, while you're here, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. It does help us out. Um, but go to, you know, www.wehaveissuespodcast.com. You can order our first book. You can order Deathless or Play It Again, any of the books we've been working on, get stickers and all that stuff. Um, but the second book is looking so good. It's one of those things where it's like, Stephen and I have always um, hoped, we are, we're working toward growing uh, this like kind of perpetual passive income through the comics that we make as we're making them. It's like, oh yeah, issue number one, it's always going to be available for people. So hopefully people keep showing up and they like it. And then we're going to have issue number two. And then hopefully those people keep showing, you know, people keep showing up. Um, and our audience for the books has been growing. And I feel like the more, the closer we get to the end of this thing, the more confident I, confident I am that we're right about that. The more that the, like, the audience is going to keep growing. So I'm like, this book is way better than the first one as far as like visuals are concerned. Absolutely. And there's like, the first one does like, like we've said before, it's a lot of setup and stuff like that. But the second one is definitely more into the action sequence yeah. and following through with like that, like him hunting down the stone keepers yes. now. Yeah, I really, I mean, I thought that was important. I like the first book needed uh, a lot more. I still feel like you did a really good job by balancing the first issue, though. I mean, I I think it has a good amount of comedy and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Like one of uh, one of my friends on Twitter, Scout, read our read issue one recently and like was telling me like that she thought it was really funny. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I like like I'm so glad people like this book. Um, But yeah, so I, I feel like but issue two, I really wanted to focus on like some action stuff where you get to see the characters start recognizing what his role in all of this is and what he's going to do and how he handles it versus how the thing inside of him handles, you know, the spirit mm. that's, you know, controlling his body handles it. And it's, it's interesting. And I think like, I, I'm really excited to get to issue three. It's going to get real interesting and really weird. Issue threes. I I feel like we accidentally did like that cool, like marketing thing where we introduced barreled on like one page of issue yeah. one. And then we just like, no word of barreled for like an entire issue and a half. And now it's like the next issue mm-hmm. is going to be the barreled Marriott issue. I'm assuming, right? No, 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 no. He's, Oh, in- it's, at- Oh, it's M. Yeah. So, but, he is in it, but barreled is going to be in issue three, but issue three is more M focus. Oh, that's awesome. So it's- like you're really teasing, pushing the yes. barrel. Um, barreled will be in it though. I don't want to spoil a bunch mm. of stuff that you're going to see barreled in issue three for sure. Um, but there's going to be some cool backstory stuff and some, mm. you know, some some fun stuff. Issue three is going to be really cool. With, and like we'll get to learn a little bit about the world. And I'm excited for that. And awesome. then yeah, 
and then barreled stuff. But yeah, dude, this book is looking really good. I can't freaking wait. Uh, so I like, I'm excited. Uh, we, we're still looking for a, a couple people to send us their uh, their references. I think as far as the yeah, we don't. I was gonna say, yeah, and that's like that's what I kind of wanted to work on this coming week anyway. Was some of those like I want to get the as you can see some of the colors I sent you. There, there still there's like a blank face there where I I didn't want to put the face in yet, yes. but. Uh, so yeah, I do want to get that done this week. I think is my goal with the colors too. How did you do this week with the coloring? Do you feel like you did? Okay. I did like I think I did like four pages actually. It's, yeah, dude, like you, you've been, I, you're, I, I know I had texted you on the side saying I wanted to finish it, but like honestly, I'm making way better time on the yeah. obviously way better time on the coloring than I did with the with the art. So yeah. I mean, um, your shading tech, like your your shading flow has been way on. Point. Oh yeah, like it. It, awesome. I can literally like if if I had to grind it, I could literally finish it in one week. You know, if I yes. really like just made myself sick. But like, yeah, it's it's not nearly as in, intensive as like drawing the pages. But yeah, like I, I just that's what I think. Like, we need to wrap that because then we can get the digitals out and that's going to be. Yes. Sweet. I can't wait. I do. I'm, I'm super excited. I like, I did not get as much stuff done this week as I wanted. Cause I got, I was hit with an allergy situation. Yeah. I was reading about them. Dude, yeah. I was hit with like, and I, like for those of you who've been watching our show for a while, you know, that occasionally it happens to me and, you know, Steve and I both kind of suffer from these allergies. Mm -hmm. Like I get, I get this thing where it's like, if it hits me really hard and it'll just happen throughout the day at some point, it'll happen. And I'll tell you, I don't, I can't, I, I, Atlas was hanging out with me and he was doing this thing where he was like being playful and like threatening and put his finger in my nose. And I literally, I was like, I was like, bud, don't do, I was like, I have really sensitive sinuses. You don't want to, I don't want to inflame any of this nonsense, you know? And he was like, haha, and literally just went, and I was like, and I did not expect him to do it. My, like, I was playing a video game with him and I was just like, I did not expect it. And I was like, oh. And then it was just like it opened the floodgates. Like he poked a hole in the dam that was there. It cuts to like tw like thirty minutes prior, him just like stroking a cat with his finger, yes! just like getting all the the oil from the cat on just that whatever finger. he goes. <laughs> all the dander, any kind of allergen he can find, <laughs> all bacteria in the world. So, and I don't know, maybe I don't know, it, but it's it did seem very much like that was just the button that just like it opened the floodgates, and from that moment gates. on. The entire day, it was just it nonstop. I put, I did the thing where I put my tissues in my nose. I tried to, I took every, I took allergy medicine and I took mucinex and I took like vitamins and I'm trying to like drink as much water. I did all the things that I do to, to try to. We had a deal. <laughs> I paid the price, but dude, it it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. It got to the point where I was like, I'm not gonna go to sleep. I had to, I called off work the next day on Monday. I was just like, I'm so sorry. I I literally haven't breathed. Like I haven't had a breath. I would lay, please, sir. May I have a breath? A single breath. <laughs> a single breath. A slice, a sliver. Through half of a nostril. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it was just like, dude, it was all, it was just like that. And then the next day it was bad in the morning. Like in the morning it was like recovery and then it was fine. See, I'm right. fortunate. I don't get those like runny nose allergy attacks. My allergy attacks are typically like top of the mm -hmm. top of the chest, like anxiety. Oh, That's yeah. like when I'm having uh, allergies. The, it's like, like the, yeah, that too. The sinus pressure. Yep. I yeah. nasal spray does help, but I think when I nasal spray, it gives me that uh -huh. anxiety. You know, I'm that chest anxiety, that steroid anxiety. So. There's just no winning right now though. Like it's the Saharan dust too. I always say it, but when the skies are beautiful, it's a two, it's a two. 
Yep, that's Sahara Dustman. Conspiracy time about it Sahara messes Dustman. me up. Whenever I'm like, oh, I feel weird, and Tina's like, yeah, me too, and I'm like, Sahara Dustman. Yep, there's a plume. Is the sky orange and purple? It sure is. Sahara. Sahara. <laughs> no, no, you're totally right though. Like it's there. There is something, and it's funny because like my mom, I told my mom about my allergy attack, and she was like, "Oh yeah." I saw these specific flowers in bloom and I just knew you were going to have that kind of day. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like witchcraft, but <laughs> lilacs are here. <laughs> no, but like, I've just had, to, so aside from that, I was just like, okay, I'm going to try to get stuff done. And I was like, Oh wait, tonight's my, and then, so I, I started feeling better. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, it's my son's open house tonight. So oh, I, yes. So I had to go to the school and meet my, meet my son's new teacher. Right. And I go and, I know I'm not the only one going through this. Like, especially like you have kids. Mm-hmm. We went on similar age. One on yesterday you know? too. And so, d- dude, Atlas has not had a single, just consistent, normal year of school ever in his life. Like, literally, this dude has no idea what it's supposed to. He be doesn't like. know what it's supposed to be. Like. He went to VPK. In VPK, it was the start of COVID. They canceled VPK like toward the end of his VP. Like, he didn't even get like a. Good job, guys. Like, you did it. Congratulations on graduating VPK. They were just like, we're closing on the school. Everyone, you know, there's a, there's a, cold, there's a virus <laughs> thing. And we're all like, we're all going to die? What? It's crazy. And then, like, the next year, he was in virtual school. And then the year after that, he had two different, like, he had a teacher. And then his teacher got shipped off to another school and he had a different teacher. And then then that same year, they moved half of his student. They, they just kept doing the thing where they're separating the kids because of the COVIDs and, you know, and all this yeah. stuff. And it was just like, so we kept losing friends and all this stuff. And then last year, um, he went to school. His teacher, uh, his teacher, he loved his teacher. It was his favorite teacher. And then within a couple of months, like it was like two months into school, she was sent to a different school. Again, this happened to him. And then the teacher that replaced her was someone like a Trundle. What's her name? Uh, from oh, Miss Trunchbull. Miss Trunchbull. Yeah, it was like a Miss Trunchbull type where it was like just te- like terrible. She's like, oh, and like the first thing she said to him. I'll like, throw you in the chokey. Yeah, I was like, I'll throw you in the it was essentially that it was like i came from third grade i know this is a second grade class but i come from third grade so you better be prepared to do third grade work and my son's like why 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 would that be what happens in my second grade year (laughs) so and it was just it was just like that whole situation so so we go into school and I'm like, and you know, it's a whole mess. It's a whole cluster cuss and nonsense going in there and trying to figure out who the teacher is. They tell us the wrong room. We go to the wrong room. We're like, hey, do you have this one? They're like, no, I've never heard of that name before in my life. And I'm like, do you want him? Because you can take him. We can't like, if you see nice, if you're going to be here all year, like, let's do this. And they're like, so we eventually found the class. We get in the class and his new teacher is very, very pregnant. Like, oh no, 100%, 100% pregnant. And I'm just like, this means she's going to disappear at some point. Hopefully not indefinitely, you know, but it's just like, can you just have some consistency? Can you just give like, this kid something? something? And like, and like, you never know. You never like, it could go either way. It could go. Maybe he won't like her. And then the, the, she did say to her credit, she seems like she has, she has a whole plan in place. Like she's very smart. She seems nice. She has a plan for a long-term substitute, you know? So it's like, someone's going to be there the first day of school. They're going to stay there. She's going to leave and they're just going to remain until she comes back. And like that's this is cool, but what do we, like, how do we, poor why? Atlas, poor Atlas, you know. So I'm just like, so I'm dealing with that, and then I had to go school shopping. Did you like? 
Do you get all your school shopping and all that stuff? Yeah, done? dude, it's so crazy. Like what they expect you to give them. <sighs> like this is even my kid's stuff. Like this is no. stuff I'm buying for your classroom. Classroom. It is very weird. And like, and and I, I like, I'm sure you agree. Like, how? What? First of all, they should pay teachers more. Why don't they? It's ridiculous. Second, why are they making teachers? pay for all the stuff that they need to teach the students it doesn't it make any sense doesn't make any sense if you need dry erase markers the school should provide dry erase markers i'd like to see that itemized budget please because i'm sure you can afford some freaking blood you know like dry erase markers it's crazy and like they're like oh every student needs to bring two boxes of tissues and two boxes of black dry erase markers i'm like why Every student needs to. Do you know how many tissues that is? That's a crazy amount of tissues. Dude, you know, do? you know, they're selling those dry erase markers back onto the market. Oh, like that, they have oh, a surplus that, of dry erase markers. That black market. That black marker it. Black marker it. <laughs> That's definitely one of the episode like headlines right there. But yeah, like because like my kids' classes have twenty four kids per class, and if each one's buying a box of black dry erase markers, That's quite the. That is too many. A lot of markers. So, dude. So, yeah. So, I like I was going through all that, and I was just like, oh, I guess I'll spend a billion dollars and do all this, and then also, and it's just like it's just been a crazy week. But you know what I did, Stephen? You know what I did? I did it last week as well. I bought a ticket for the lottery. Oh, really? Bought a ticket for lottery last week. I bought a ticket for the lottery, and I was like, I'm gonna win the lottery. I'm gonna guess these numbers. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna magically. Guess these numbers. I'm going to get them right. I'm going to do this. Someone does. And like, because, you know, I could talk myself into it. I'm like, someone has to win, right? Like, someone has to win. It can't be. It could be fake. It could be a conspiracy where those, ha, 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 give us the free money. And then, like, you know, you never. And then no, no one, of like, no one real wins. No one real wins. It's just like some, some, like, you know, like, yeah, like Mike Sherwood <laughs> and, you know, whatever. And just they make up a, you know, um, sure. That could, ha- that could be the case probably not the case though right like the easier thing to do is just be like ha 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 we're going to take a huge chunk of this money all the time you know like they get i mean that's an easy way for the you know, government to get money um so i was like someone's gonna win so i'm gonna win i'm gonna win why not i'm gonna win i have i have so many things i do if i won right so last week i played i guessed the numbers and i got two of the numbers and the mega ball and i was like i need five numbers and the mega ball i got two of them two um, out of five like i'm getting there i was like i'm, I'm getting close I'm, this is like part of my rocky montage this is like the is. montage of tickets this i'm part, that's that's me i'm just I'm, I'm up there i'm running up those stairs i got up two stairs now i got a few more stairs left and we're gonna do this we're gonna build a colony so my question to you steven is when we have a billion dollars what do you want to buy no here's no my question is what are you gonna do with it what are we gonna do with a billion dollars but 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna put a very simple like moratorium like i'm gonna say we're going to assume all of our friends are taken care of. All of our loved ones are taken care of like Jackson and, you know, like our family and like, you know, like, like, like the, Sean, Dina. And, all Dina and all this, like all of the people's, our colonist friends are like loved and taken care of. And there's, we have a billion dollars. So we have plenty to go around. We're going to do the best. Yeah, de- I mean, de- and how we would easily solve that is just building the compound finally and buy- buying enough land for farm and everything, you know? Yeah. Honestly, we'll probably just talk to Chris and just see if we can buy acreage around what he's already got going. That's true. And we just expand the colony in Kyle. I don't see why we wouldn't do that. Oh why God. wouldn't we do that? He already he already has the wherewithal to show us what we need to do. So besides that, I think the first logical thing to do would be to make a movie, right? I mean, like produce our own script, pay some writers like really well. Like writers. I was just trying to be cool. Steven. 
Steven, I've never felt more insulted <laughs> my entire life. Well, we need like a boardroom of writers. We need to, we oh, need to... oh, you're talking about like a TV show. Okay, okay. Yes. So, like, I'm with you. Okay, okay. This is what we're going to do then. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Like, I want to sign like a good contract. Like, I want to, like, we're, we're going to like start. It's going to be start... me. We're, we're resetting it. Yeah, me, you. You. Steve. Oh, yeah, Stevie. Lee. Reina, for sure. Lee for Lee Newman. This sure. is my this is my I know for a fact these people would would be amazing at writing a TV show with us. Like like that's like I've thought about that, you know, where I was like, you know what? Okay, so I was I was actually thinking about this before. Let's do a quick like pitches get stitches, actually. Let's do it. Like let's because that's what we're gonna do. So let's let's <laughs> hit me with a song. Hit me with a song. It's that time of the day where we got some pitches that might need just one or two stitches to make that idea come. To laugh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Good stitches. It was amazing, just like every other time. Ever <laughs> I'm glad we did it, just so I can hear that song again. That's <laughs> what I want you to imagine, right? Uh, it's kind of just like every other project. It's it's Stephen and I, Stephen and I against the world, right? But like this time, um, I I I play someone who's, you know, down in his luck. Can't really is 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 a little bit a little bit of a like let's just imagine me but like 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 less ambitious like not wanting to make anything not wanting to do anything just kind of like coasting you know like I have the like just like low level retail job but don't really care maybe I would work in a call center or something you know like I just like I but I I'm not doing anything to make my life better or anyone else's life better um so much so in fact that I'm living on my friend's couch right like I just live on my friend's couch and. My friends are like being, they're trying to be nice, but I, I'm, it's like on the cusp where it's like they they just got married and they're having kids and they, they're trying to level up their adulthood and like live a dream together. Mm-hmm. I am kind of like that like chain around their foot of like the past to just kind of holding them back a little bit. Where it's like you want to help your friends, but you also don't want them to hold you back so much. You have to be able to, you know, move on and grow and you want to help them. But what are you going to do? We got to fly. We got to fly together. But Exactly. <clears throat> so... So, um, at some point they're like, okay, okay, uh, we're going to go on a date. You, you stay home, watch, you know, you know, watch, watch the baby for us. We appreciate it. You, we don't ask you for rent or anything. Just do this one thing for us. Let us have a date night. You know? So they go out and I being irresponsible piece of garbage, um, just, just like make a mess of the house. I get drunk. Like I, I don't like, I take care. Of, I don't hurt the baby or anything, you know, like, but it's one of the, like, it's neglect. gotta be light. It's not it's like, got, it's yeah. Light. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's silly, but it's like, Oh my gosh, I did a horror. Like, so they come home from their date and like, I'm like, just passed out. There's you know, like cans of beer and stuff. Like this is a bad, a big mess, you know? And they're like, last straw. Like, this is not going to happen. You're, you're getting out of our house, but we're going to help you find like a place to go. So like, they get online. They're like, okay, what can you afford? I'm like, literally nothing. I have no money at all. Can I afford, like, I can afford someone to pay me to live somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, let's see if there are any like jobs available. So they find me a place and it's a, a um, work for rent situation where like I go and I'm just like, oh, if you become this person's assistant, it's uh, you know, you get room free room and board with the job. It comes, you know, you're just a live in assistant. Um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. And like thinking like, ha ha ha, I'm just going to be a, and you know, good for nothing, like kind of mooch and like just like you know, live mooch off of this person mooch too. Off this person, yeah, and it doesn't matter. So I go in and I, I go there and I, I sign, you know, I sign the lease. I'm like, ha ha ha, sucks to be you. 
And I soon discover that this person is a literal demon and I just signed away my life and my soul. And if I, if I break the contract and I do it, if I don't work for this person and I break the lease, they get my soul. And if they break, you know, if they break the lease, I get my soul back. So just be me trying to be a terrible roommate to get them to get me out of there while also working for a demon while also fulfilling all of the duties as said roommate yes exactly um so it would just be steven probably as a demon trying Ooh. to run drive me crazy and make my life terrible you know miserable so i you know lose and me trying to make steven's life miserable and just butting heads against each other um you know as a human and it would be called roommate from hell roommate from hell i love it yeah and I, I i was thinking about that and i was like oh man i think we can make that as like an animated series and it would be so funny like we could oh for sure like that could i can definitely i mean like there's so well it just sets up that like that what's that what's that south park south park mythology that he's talking about like when you're writing something it's like um this and then this happens oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then this like yeah. that's definitely one of those shows that has plenty of avenues for like moments to happen that lead to further like yeah like oh, it's yeah and and that's you can even cut out the initial friends but i think having the initial friendship that like w would allow you to see like these people blossoming in a way and him kind of like finding himself back in their good graces through what he experiences with the, you know, demon mm. situation, you know? So it's like, and it also gives him someone to talk to and like all that. I wrote the pilot for this freaking thing, uh, you know, and I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I could probably use a punch up. It's been a while since I've read it. But, yeah, I remember reading it with you. So, I mean, yeah, I'm talking like 10 years ago now. Yeah. Well, least. so, okay. So about 10 years ago, I remember it was me and you and Mike and we got together and we did like a whole read of this thing. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of fun, but then like two years ago, maybe like two and a half years ago, I rewrote it and it's so much funnier now. And like, I, I, it just works a lot better. I think it still needs a punch up, but it's, but if I had a billion dollars, that's what, if we, that's what's a, getting made. If we had a colony of friends who were all going to get together and write a, write a thing. That's one of the things I'd like to do is that I'd also like to do like an anthology series where it's like a Tales from the Crypt thing, but like. Maybe like your Terry, like the uh, dispatcher slash mortician, mm -hmm. you know, situation. I think that would be really cool. But I don't know. I feel like you're right, though, is that's probably one of the things we would do is, we, you know, probably make movies, and, you know, and you'd have to right? create a create your own little production company yeah. and then just so make it would movies. Be, it would be like movies. We could afford to make that like more and better music. We could afford to make a whole publishing house for our friends and actually like produce more comics. We could make Ostrich Colony comics and just you know be like a new become the twenty the 2020s version of Image Comics basically yeah. and like kind of just start. Well, yeah, and like whatever friend and I know right now we're in a we do have like a weird thing with like Kickstarter and everything going on where like everyone kind of feels like every person for themselves and it's just like you know and it works like right now everyone you know it's just kind of like a, a pirate's life for all of us where we're doing our best to just be like hey take my book it's great you know when we have a lot of friends with great books out there like freaking um steve arena's book looks really cool oh yeah uh, i'm excited for that yeah steve arena's book uh foul mouth is on kickstarter right now it looks freaking awesome so is uh jeff schiller's new book the elf yeah or the that elf yeah dude it looks like these books look so cool and like 
I love that we were, you know, we make all these friends who are doing all these wonderful, like awesome creative things. But it's like, yeah, I would love to have, um, I would love to have our own little imprint, like our own way of, you know, help, like helping people just produce their books without having to worry about the overhead or whether or not their Kickstarter is going to succeed or whatever, you know, like, I'd, but in a billion dollars would of course do that for you. But that's, you know, it's the dream, the literal dream, the literal dream. God. But yeah, I would love that. I would do freaking, oh, I just, I, I, I can't wait to win, Steven. I have my ticket. I mean, I'm going to find out in a few hours. I'm a billionaire. I'm going to cry for the next three months. Another thing I would do if we had a billion dollars is I would buy the like commercial rights to use the thong, the thong, the thong, the song. Dang it. I got to buy the thong song too now, don't I? Because <laughs> yeah. of that, because of that blunder, Cisco, you're getting some money too. But I would buy the commercial rights to Thunderstruck so we can make Daniel an epic commercial with the. That's what I would do. And it would be Jar Jar Jinx. Jar Jar Jinx. What the hell's happening over here? <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Jinx. It would definitely be Jar Jar Jinx. <laughs> Jar Jar Jinx can't sue anybody. Jar Jar Jinx. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, dude. So I don't know. I'm hoping I win. If I do win, I'm going to tell everyone. I'm not going to be one of those people who like no one knows. You're all going to know because I'm going to talk about it on the podcast and be like, hey, Steven, we have a billion dollars now. You're going to see like we're going to go from filming like this to filming just like this. <laughs> going to be in a studio where we it's perfectly a- recreate this like Wayne's World. Yeah, it's like if the cameras pull away. It's like <laughs> it's just green screen, but it's yeah, it's I- not our rooms, but it's our rooms. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you'll know. But I, I, dude, I'm just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Okay, so Stephen, Stephen, I, I feel like we're on the same page here with creating a colony and doing what we can, and you know, facilitating all the growth. I love that, like, our dream is just to do more of the thing we're doing now. Yeah, <laughs> just like, expand on this. Yeah, just like, hey, what would we do with a billion dollars? More. We're doing more of this because we like it, you know. Um, and I, I love that because like we do have this colony that we're building and we're trying really hard. Uh, and I'm so thankful for all of you and we're so thankful for all of you. And we just, we love that you're here at all. Uh, and Steven, because we do have people who we can count on to show up for us all the time. We do have a few questions from the colony Ooh, uh, questions from the colony. It's questions from the colony. Everybody grab your bag of popcorns questions from the colony. <laughs> grab your bag of popcorn. <laughs> Hey, are you guys tired? Did you hear the question to the colony song? <laughs> Obviously, we're not tired. We're not worked at all. We're, we not, we want popcorn not once but twice. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me see. Let me wipe some of my tears. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Now that my nose is all red and I'm Rudolph. Okay. So I'm back from crying a little bit. <laughs> But every once in a while, we get questions from, you know, from listeners, fans, friends, you know, the people in our colony who show up to Twitter and just want to want to know some things. And we have a few questions today. Today, we've been asked by Jamantha Jones. 
as kids, what did you both want to do for a living? So like um, when I was really little, I, looking at my yearbooks, I would see like it, it was always animator. I don't know why it was animator yeah. specifically, probably because I didn't really know comics when I was really young. Yeah. So I just knew I wanted to tell stories with artwork. So I'm, I'm guessing animation was what made the most sense to me when I was that age. So I've basically been wanting to do this for a long time. And then once middle school hit and high school, I was doing like little little like pass around comics at school. Like little, we draw comics up and like I'd pass them off to my friend Tommy and he would draw stuff and we would like create this world. So yeah, um, yeah. Since, since, since I can remember. Yeah. I like, I very much went from wanting to be Gambit. Like that was like, <laughs> it was like, cause that's like as a kid, I wasn't like, I want to be a fireman or I want to be, I didn't even think I want to be, I want to be a comic book, like draw, like artist or anything. I was like, I want to be Gambit. I want to be, you know, a nightcrawler. I want to be, you know, and I was saying, and then it was like, I want to be, Oh wait, people. And then I watched like evil dead and I was like, oh, people make movies. Like, like people do this. And I was like, I want to do that. And that's, that was like the first thing I can remember like wanting to do was like, I want to make movies because I realized, and then I, I, then I read Madman when I got a little bit older and I was like, oh my gosh, people make comic books. And I like, not just like, you know, superhero stuff. I want, I want to do this. Uh, So I went from like, I really did go, I went specifically from wanting to be a cartoon character to wanting to like make movies. It was, you know, just jumped from, yeah. And I used to like, I did just like you, you know, I, I, I would just draw all the time as a kid. Like that was just all I did. And like my grandma used to give me like these um, little post-it notes and I would just make flip books like all the time with like people skateboarding and people like throwing, like taking their heads off and throwing them at people, like all kinds of like silly stuff. And I just make these little movies and I was like, I want to do this. Um, Okay. We have a question from Sean R. Frazier. He asks who would win in a fight against a grape? Against a grape? Who He's, would win? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I have a better question, Stephen. Aside from a, a child, aside from a baby, what situation can you imagine in which a grape wins a fight? Well, the grapes of wrath obviously have an advantage here because of their anger-filled juice blood. It's very true, Stephen. I mean, that's obviously what that book was about. Who could defeat a grape, though? I can tell you one thing. My daughter, Chase, could can smash an entire bag of grapes all, all on her own. Oh yeah, destroy them. But so, as far as yeah, but grapes, you know, like grapes could defeat dogs. That destroys the, destroys their livers. Good point. Probably. It's a long con. I mean, they lose ultimately. I but you, so I, I saw a shirt. Rob Schraub, uh one of my favorite creators, creators Scud, you know, disposable assassin. He made a shirt which was hilarious, and I loved it. And it was Willy Wonka Werewolf Hunter. Because dogs are allergic to chocolate. <laughs> now, now I love it. It's a great looking shirt. It's amazing. I want it. I want it. But it wouldn't work, right? Like their only allergy is silver, right? I mean, We're, well, yes. And not to mention, you can tell me up and down that chocolate hurts dogs, but like my mom's min pin like 20 years ago ate an entire batch of my dad's fudge. And that stuff is as rich of chocolate as it gets. And that thing is like two pounds and it ate three pounds of fudge and it lives. So I don't even if it is killing the werewolves, it's not killing them quick enough to matter. You know, yeah. <laughs> you imagine being that human. I mean, I don't know. I've not even read or seen anything that really gets into like the the human 
aspect of uh, werewolfism as much as I'd like. Because, like, it's not like Superman. Like, you know, Superman's just always built. He doesn't really have to work out. He's not going anywhere. And, like, you know, it's just the sun and the way his biological makeup is constructed. He just naturally, um, you know, consumes and digests everything in a way that facilitates muscle growth. You know, because it's a perfect system. You know, it's like a machine. I'm, yeah, I'm flawless. I'm flawless. So, like, I imagine, like, maybe the wolf aspect would be like that. But the human side of it, it's just a human, right? It's just like, like, like I mean, a mortal to an extent, you know, like still supernatural, but like, as far as like, you're not just going to have, you don't have a six pack just because you're a werewolf, right? Like those, those six, those abs grow if your wolf has abs, you know, but like, do you, are you affected by the stuff the werewolf eats? So not, I mean, I don't feel like she is the, the information source of anything, but Steph, according to Stephanie Myers, I mean, it was very noticeable when Jacob and the wolf pack became part of the wolf pack and were no longer human. Right. Like they were like, they just suddenly like ripped, but I get what you're saying. Like standard operating procedure in like every werewolf movie we've ever seen yeah. is it's like lanky Londoner. And then suddenly yeah. he's just this ferocious beast. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like it, it preserves it. So. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I just, I wonder if either side is affected. If it's like, you know, if you, if you have a heavy breakfast, is your wolf like freaking piece of crap? Why does he always oh, do this? Man, I'm bloated. I'm bloated. <laughs> I wanted to eat that guy. Now it's, I'm not even hungry. I'm not even Avocado it. toast does not run the werewolf machine. We've talked about this. When you know a full moon is coming, you eat blood sausage. <laughs> you starve yourself and let me eat these villagers. Dang it. <laughs> Let's see. So producer Sean, one of our best friends ever asks, what's the most bizarre crossover you can imagine between a famous band and a horror movie franchise? Creed and paranormal activity. Okay. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just like pulling him up the stairs. It's like, can you take me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, the ghost is just like, I'm going to kill you. What if, what if, what if, what if I just leave? You know, I'm just like. Hang on. Okay. This is stupid as hell, but I'm going to say <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind, Steven. The Spice Girls. Ooh, like and, it already. I'm going to say Spice Girls and Wishmaster so he can say, tell me what you want. What you really, really want. <laughs> we'll tell you what we want, what we really, really want. We want to zig and say, ah. He's like, a what? A what? How do I do this? I want to make it evil. Uh, uh, we got to get with my friends. All of them at once. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> Just... I mean, honestly, the, tossing the Spice Girls into like any horror movie franchise is would be pretty funny. Just like, yeah, as... I imagine it's just like Spice World 2, basically. Like, it's just like. <laughs> Whatever movie it is, it's just the continuation of the plot of that movie. It's just... <laughs> okay, okay, what's the movie? Because, like, recently, the Foo Fighters were in a movie that was, like, a horror movie. And it was, uh, like, a demonic story and situation. What's another band that you think, like, would work in an existing film? Like, actually, like, actually, cool? Yeah. Rage Against the Machine. Okay. And Saw. The Machine. Saw, that's amazing. Yeah, like, they, they're, like... Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> I was like, like, I need you to leave the bathtub. <laughs> first, you have to reach into your stomach. Fuck you, Fuck you I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> they all die, just like credits. <laughs> yeah, just like... <laughs> Jordan Housley asks, 
I need to know y'all's favorite ska tunes specifically. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to ska. Mm -hmm. Because I kind of like, I I went from like, liking like, my dad was really into like 90s and 80s hip hop. So I went from like 90s, 80s hip hop to like finally developing my own personality, which was right. Blink-182. Yeah. That's like the first band I latched onto was Blink. <sighs> I'm going to be lame. It's going to be like uh knock on wood. Like just... Yeah, what's the name of that song though? It's actually called something else. The impression that I get. The impression that I get. That's it. But yeah, um, real big fish too. I remember I was gonna from say, basketball. They were fun day. too. Yeah, I mean the song "Beer" in basketball is fantastic. Yeah, but like I mean, I I love the "Take on Me" cover from Real Big Fish. It's so much fun. Like I could listen to that like all day. It's, I don't know. It's tricky because I used to love like I used to love Less Than Jake, uh, Real Big Fish. Let me think. I love. Camerai, they did the, there was a like Japanese band. It was really cool. Yeah, probably Anthony really was bad. much cooler than I when it comes to ska music. I was I was just such a dork. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, but that was like that was like my middle school. Actually, that, the only time in my life I've ever been like picked on was someone saw I had I had a bunch of bands on my back. I had like a bunch of like pop punk, like punk rock bands and ska bands, just like uh like whiteout. Like I used whiteout and just wrote them into my backpack and like with like little like like MXPX and, like all this stuff. And like these two older kids on my way home were just like, what do you have written on your bag? And they looked and like it was funny because I I remember like half of them they're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool band. Then they're like, what is this? Ska? You like ska? <laughs> and I was just like I, yeah like get what what, what, what get out of here man you know and he immediately started slapping his ankles and dancing <laughs> right in front of him i started skanking in front of him <laughs> and I was like what are you doing and i was like my only gifts i get from god i don't know <laughs> so ska and hardcore are very similar in the sense that they each had their own unique dance style really with the ninja i mean like the, the ninja hardcore, fighting yeah the yeah. hardcore fighting and like you pick the grass and hardcore yeah. you know, you do <laughs> but um yeah probably real big fish um i really like i like a lot of songs by them i mean trendy is a is a classic song but those songs let me see melissa tindall asks this is our last question who would win the fight ron perlman or a ghost um ron perlman was hellboy and he was hellboy, hellboy beats any demonic or ghost force so i mean ron perlman ron perlman wins just by looking at something in my opinion very true he's like got a very like intimidating like stare so i feel like oh yeah i feel like ron perlman could say boo to a ghost and the ghost would leave like I yeah feel like and like he wouldn't even do it scary he'd be all like boo and they'd be like ah like, and just run out yeah, like, the not, not, like, like the beginning of Casper when like the Ghostbusters and everyone's yes. fleeing the, the Casper so house. I can't that, believe they did that. I gotta rewatch that movie. Maybe I'll watch it. Was it with fun. The I watched Halloween. it. Yeah, I mean, it's real dark. Like they're just like yep. it, it's really dark. They're like, oh, let's kill this girl's dad. Like her mom died. Let's kill her dad. Her dad's yep. dead now. Dad's Our dad's dead. Not only is he dead, but he's just like he doesn't even really care about her because that's what happens when you become a ghost. Like every who cares about anything? And it's just like, okay, this is too dark. Like this is crazy. And uh, you know, but. It's a fun movie. It was pretty cool. I did think it was weird that like Devin Sawa is plays like Casper, like the flesh bag Casper at the end, mm -hmm. but he doesn't do the voice of Casper. Yeah, he, it's, it's kind of like it's it's how I met your mother all over again. Really, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so weird that they do that. It's like just why like, does Ted eventually sound like Bob Saget? I don't get it. It's I mean like, like the second to last episode of How I Met Your Mother should have been him getting in a horrible car accident and be like <laughs> like. Am I going to be okay? Why do I sound like this? 
Ted, we have bad news. Your body, your face, everything's been preserved perfectly. However, you sound exactly like Bob Zaget now. Why? <laughs> Science can't explain it. Science can't explain <laughs> it. <laughs> you crossed the streams, bro. You crossed, you crossed the vocal cord streams. I don't, I don't know how that works, but it says here that your shit's fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. But those are all of our questions from the colony. If you have questions for us, go you know, ask us anything you want below in the comments. You can also ask us on uh, Twitter or X, whatever it is. Go go over there at uh, We Have Issues Pod and you know, ask us or on Stephen and I, you know, individual pages. We'll, Absolutely. You know, we're happy to answer whatever questions you have. Otherwise, Stephen, every week we talk about what we're going to do next. I know we're at the end of this project. What are you going to do next? What are you doing this I'm going to continue pumping through the colors, hopefully get the the rest or the majority of what's left done. I want to get the faces in too. So those are my goals this week. Lots of coloring. And then the faces in is my, my goal. This week. Awesome. This week, I'm going to try to finish up uh, the last couple pages. I have to, to flat for you. And then I'm, and I'm also going to send off all of the Kickstarter uh, backer surveys. That's awesome. my like, that's my big one. I'm going to send off all the backer surveys. So we start getting all the information in again, and we're going to get prepared to ship the stuff off. I guess in addition to that, I'm also going to look into what stuff we have to order for those people. So we have stickers, yeah. we have uh, like, like some prints and some stuff. We do have some things that like we have to get together uh, for this, but I mean, we're still, we're still a little ways off, but we are so close to finishing this book and it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait. Uh, I'm hoping my, my goal I'm sorry. My future goal, my, 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 like, what's the, my short term future goal is next week, not this week right now, uh, but next week when Atlas goes with his mom, I'm going to try to get some lettering done, like as much lettering as I can, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I think I'm supposed to be going to uh, New York next week, but oh, that's I, awesome. Yeah, it's really, I'm going to, I think I'll talk more about that on our next episode, but that's all for this week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, thank you. If you're only watching this on YouTube, go check us out on Spotify at the very least send us a follow, like give us a follow on there. We're trying to monetize on uh, Spotify. I'm going to I'll post the link below so you can find our page more easily. If you just like follow us on there, uh, you know, share the link around when people maybe listen to a billion episodes that we have. Um, but that does seem like the most probable avenue for monetization for us. Like at least in like the short term, like right now, you know, like, because monetizing on YouTube is way more difficult. And like, you know, we, we, we have a lot of uh, very wonderful friends and fans and people who watch this show regularly but it's so hard to get the watch hours that we need we need like three thousand something you know like like we need about three thousand watch hours we're getting about half of that you know and it's just like it's it's really hard to cross over that boundary however on spotify we don't need nearly that much we just need like a certain amount of plays and you are all showing up to that effect already. So it's like, hopefully, it, hopefully we can make it there, you know, like, and it'll, it'll happen. We'll, we'll get something coming, you know, something coming in otherwise, but thank you. Thank you very much for checking this out at all. And, you know, sticking around. If you haven't seen all of our episodes, we have so many episodes back there. You There's can go so many, so many, um, but I hope you're all excited for Deathless as excited as we are, because I think this book looks freaking awesome. I wish we could share more with you right now, but it's, it's a lot of spoilery stuff and I don't, you know, we really don't want to spoil anything. I'm going to, I'm going to see what we can get so I can like start putting some panel stuff up. Maybe I'll make like a cool trailer for it or something, you know, that's not too spoilery. Um, but otherwise, thank you so much. We really do love you. We appreciate you. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been We Have Issues. See you next time. Boom. 
What's up, dude? What up? Wait, Steven. Hmm. Steven. Yes. Why does your hair look exceptionally beautiful today? What's going on? <laughs> it's day two, baby. <laughs> you know what this is? Caught you on a good day, huh? Yeah. Oh, I so, see. You don't think I see it. I know if, you see it. If so, I washed it yesterday. Usually I wash it before the podcast. And when I wash it before the podcast, it's flatter because it's still a little wet. Like, it's still recovering from the shampoo and stuff. But yeah, this is day two. Day two is always the best hair. Oh, this is 100% <laughs> romance cover. What the hell? Like, not even fair, Steven. Like, that's I'm going to I'm going to put someone else's head on your body. That's what I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> got to tone it down, Steven. Take it down. It's, not, it's because of the way I do my bun, too. Like, I know it's not the right way, but what I do is I fold it i fold my hair and then bun it so it creates like these like waves in my hair naturally and when i pull the bun out it's just it just works just fresh out of the oven all wavy and beautiful like all, how all gorgeous oh how's life what's new Whew. um saw a dashboard yeah how was that that was, that was cool like i said man i can't explain it like i don't know if i'm spoiled from coheed shows or if like no dude like, i've been watching like even I've noticed it a lot on YouTube. I've seen it in the last couple of shows I went to, which I don't go to shows very often anymore, but like I've noticed it too. There is like a just energy difference and an attitude like in a, it's so crazy different. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think it was like, for me, it was like the audience was like mostly like 50 year olds, which is yeah. fine, but they didn't know who dashboard was, which at, which contributed to the, the low energy. But then it's, just like, I think, I think it was the venue because like, like I said, man, like, I couldn't even feel the drums in my chest. Yeah. When you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The kick, sure. the kick drum should shake inside your chest yes. whenever you're at a concert. Like, in my opinion, well, you know, I want to feel like it's going to murder me. Like, yes. I got to be like on a borderline panic attack, basically, <laughs> yeah. from what's happening in my chest. Yeah. From the, I want to, like, yeah. I mean, if my heart doesn't feel like that bass drum, I'm in the wrong venue. Like, what's yeah. um, so wait, okay. So it's a bunch of 50 year olds. What do you think the draw was for them? Counting crows, I guess. Is that what I, it was? I think it was like like you know Wait, Gen so Gen Xers, like you know probably Counting Crows, like nineties. Which one was was Counting Crows, Mister Jones? Yes, Mr. Jones? I know. I always mix up Blues Traveler and yeah. Counting Crows. I almost went the hook, but that was like that's Blues Traveler, and then I was yeah. like, uh, but it's 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 Mister Jones, right? But Mister yes. Jones, eh? and then accidentally in love. She uh -huh. said, hey, what's the problem, baby? Okay. What's the problem? And then early, it's been a long November. We are we left or long December. Early November was the band. The band. Yeah, yeah. But um we left after Mr. Jones because <laughs> we're gonna play Mr. Jones six times. Yeah, well, it was the third song in, and like you can tell dude hates playing that single big really? time. Which I don't blame him. That okay. he's it's I don't, 2023. I, I get it. I don't blame him either. But you know what? Like, I feel like the classier, more fun move is to be like, listen, we're going to open with this thing. Also going to close with this thing. <laughs> yep. Let's go. We're, we're, Jones, we're, we're sandwiching it with the Jones, Jones. baby. <laughs> the, Jones, yeah. that's, the Jones is the bread. You'll get the meat in between. We're going to, that's where <laughs> we're going to slop our meat in between the Jones. But yeah, Chris Caraba's voice, you know, Chris Caraba outside of owning an, a very, a very successful Italian american eatery establishment right uh, <laughs> his voice is awesome one of their new songs i didn't even know like like tina when we were on our way there tina was like i want we were listening i forget what song we listened to but one of the one of those yeah very many dashboard songs where he just holds a note for like 30 oh, seconds yeah yeah 
And one of his new songs, I guess he does it and he did it at the concert and it was freaking awesome. Like he's, he's so talented and it made me so mad I, that people weren't appreciating it because like, it's like, dude, I, I felt that's like, I, I'll tell you though, like I've been to both kinds of dashboard professional shows. I've been to one where the whole crowd is singing along. That's and what I just, thought it was going to be. You know, it was because, like, I mean, this is amazing. But then I've been to another one just like that, where it was like, I felt like I was the only, like, it was like me and like a couple people singing. I'm like, Oh, okay. Is this what's going on? Okay. I thought we were all on board with this. Like, so the only unfortunate, fortunate, uh, fortunate, unfortunate. Um, so it was a seated place. So, like, we could have all just chilled, you know, we could all stay, stayed seated. But of course, we were sat in front of us was the other dashboard fans at the whole venue. They stand up. And and so, of course, we had to stand up too because Of of them. And but I mean they were great. They were like loving every second of it. So it was good to be around people that were yeah. at least we weren't personally surrounded by people that hated dashboard. That would you know? be weird. Is yeah, like oh the dashboard people are here. It's like yeah, it's like they, it's like they like sectioned us off or something. Yeah, it's like so weird. I don't. The singer of the Counting Crows wants all you dashboard folk over <laughs> here. I think one of the funny like. I think the funniest thing about bands like Dashboard Confessional is like you're singing songs and like sometimes they age you too much where it's like, we're not 21. I'm like, <laughs> but the sooner we are. I'm like, I'm, not, I'm way older than 21. I'm like, ooh, okay, I guess. Uh. It just, but that's how I feel. Like when I hear songs where it's like we're singing about how we're a teenager, and I'm like, all right. I mean, I was singing at one point, I was too young to sing this. And then I was the right age to sing it. And, and now, now I'm just way too old to sing this. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be singing this anymore. I'm tired, boss. I need to be. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, Chris. I'm tired, Chris. I can't I sing about being 21 anymore. Dude, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never forget the first time. So I saw Dashboard Confessional with uh, the Get Up Kids once. Mm. And I love both of those bands at the time. I was just like all about both. I was just like, oh my God, Dash Professional, like Get Up Kids is going to be amazing. And I walked by Chris Caraba and I've never been more disillusioned in my life by like, because you know, when you, when you mm. like really like someone's music or really like an actor or something, you imagine them bigger than the world. Like, like, like mm. as tall as can be, like, just like this, like Adonis sort of like. You're- and unfortunately for us, we're both r- rather tall gentlemen. Yes! So, you know, and like, and look, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. I don't care. You can be as short as you want. Like you're a genius and it's amazing. And like your songs are beautiful. I just didn't know. I wasn't familiar. I didn't <laughs> I was- know. <laughs> Like Chris, I was not prepared. He wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. 